Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SmackDown episode 1095 and 205 Live episode 192. So first of all, uh, on 205 Live, we had uh, EverRise issue an open challenge, which was answered by Legato Del Fantasma, and of course... The team of Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza came out on top. They are unstoppable right now. They're so hot right now. Um, I need to go back. I, I have to admit, I, I was just skimming through this episode real quick and looking at the recap to see what matches took place. I have not watched the entire episode um, yet. It's only 25 minutes. I should just watch this on Saturday mornings. Um, but I am recording this right before the next episode of Raw, so I did want to get this um, recorded and talked about before I make some dinner and enjoy the next uh, the next entry in the um, the legacy of Retribution. I think my my prediction is I realized they announced that Payback is happening one week after SummerSlam. Payback is a synonym of retribution, and my prediction is that right after SummerSlam, or maybe even during SummerSlam, uh, we'll see that Payback logo crossed out with spray paint and retribution written across uh, above it or across on top of it. Um, hopefully with better, uh, with a little bit better design than their actual tagging skills so far. Uh, I keep, I forget if I've talked about that on the podcast, but I keep talking about it on, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash the demon jackal. Go check it out. I'm live pretty much every day, a little bit at less frequently at the time that I plan to be on, but, um, in this past week, but go check it out. Um, anyway, uh, also, uh, we had Arya Daivari versus Jake Atlas, and I am not sure who won that match. Who, who won? Let's see. It looks like Jake Atlas probably won. No, wait. Who won? Who won? I keep like skimming through. Let me just mute it and I'll let it play. And then I can see. Who actually got the victory? I think it was Jake Atlas. The replay showed him hitting uh sunset flip sort of thing off the top ropes and then oh oh Divari gouged him in the in the eye and then went to hit him with that big lariat i don't know if he has a specific name okay Ari Divari did get the win okay okay but i think uh think there's a there's uh some cheating there he, uh, he gouged Jake Atlas in the face, maybe in the eye. A little bit of a despicable win. Anyway, uh, yeah, great stuff on 205 Live always. Uh, I do need to go back. Like, just these short bits that I see here. Uh, the tag team action, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild working together is, like, so good. Um, and their entrance as a trio is just fantastic. But uh, let's go back to the mega cool episode of SmackDown. What was mega cool of a reference to? 
everybody started like chanting it. I, I, I forget if it came from Miz or who I'll, as I go through my notes, I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, but we opened up with Biggie versus Morrison, but it's in- interrupted by retribution. Uh, there's tons of them. There's 10 of them now, at least and they attack. So the, the match, uh, does not happen. Uh, Baron Corbin backstage takes the lead, says we need a leader in this type of situation. And Biggie says, shut your mouth. I'm taking the lead. And then Seamus steps in and says, ah, you're all a bunch of babies. You're all afraid of these retribution people. You don't even have to worry about it. I'm not worried about it. And that makes me think that Seamus is their leader. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, then we had Sasha and Bailey come out to introduce the Battle Royal. They introduce Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, Lacey Evans. And then they are stunned to find out that Asuka is in this Battle Royal. But I was delighted to find this out. Um, also in there were Ruby, Liv, Naomi, Dana Brooke, uh, Tamina, Shayna, Bianca. I think that was everybody. Uh, there was a huge elimination when uh, Bianca Belair like, very easily eliminated Tamina, which is really cool. Uh, then we came down to the last four were Tegan, Shayna, Asuka, and Dana Brooke. It looked like it was the last three, but Dana Brooke was still in it. Uh, Dana eliminates Tegan by pulling her out of the ring, um, which is when we discovered that she was still in it. Um, Shayna did something. Shayna something. I, I don't know what I wrote there. Uh, but then it came down to Shayna versus Asuka. Oh, that's right. That's right. Shayna caught Dana out of her like cartwheel thing into the uh, uh, Kirafuda clutch. That was really cool. Uh, so Asuka was on the out, out on the apron and she got knocked off of the apron by Shayna, but she landed on Sasha and Bailey, who she had just taken out. She had just uh, kicked them into each other and laid them out onto the floor. And so that was a fantastic save for Asuka. She gets back into the ring and gets the win. So Asuka will be facing Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship and Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. And I hope she wins both of them because that would be pretty great. Um, And then bailey backstage is like oh yeah i know she beat me this last week but uh, now it's for the title so i'll actually have something important to fight for and then walking behind her sasha is like ah what excuse me my opponent determining my opponent wasn't something important to fight for so uh yeah they continue to be oblivious to how rude they are to each other or they're, they're very conscious of how rude the other is being to themselves, but they're not conscious of how rude they're being to the other person. Uh, then we had Mandy Rose challenge Sonia to a hair versus hair match. And then later on, Sonia accepts the challenge. And that is awesome. I am super excited for that. Uh, Nikki Cross sees Alexa, Alexa Bliss backstage and she uh, asks her if she's okay. And Alexa says, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Stop asking. Uh, she just wants answers from Braun Strowman, which we will see later on. Then we had Sheamus versus Shorty G. 
Seamus wins via Rogue Kick. Um, and I like, come on, come on, let's see Seamus win that Intercontinental Championship already. Um, because we we saw we saw these happen with uh we saw we saw a bunch of this this matches Sheamus versus Shorty G like in January when Sheamus came back so I don't know uh then we had uh AJ Styles introduce the phenomenal intercontinental statistics system um with uh with a guy who looks very familiar uh as the statistician and he plugs uh AJ Styles plugs his Twitch channel, which I was not aware of, and I'm gonna go subscribe to that very soon. Uh he was a mixer guy, but as you may know, mixer shut down and so uh it looks like he made he made the move over to Twitch. Um let's see. Uh he, he shows him at the top of the board. Statistically, he is the best. And the rest of the board is blank. Nobody is worthy of fighting AJ Styles. But Jeff Hardy appears, and uh, he says, "Hey, I should I should be on that board." And then he uh, they get into a bit of a of, of a brawl, and he takes that marker that was in uh, oh I forget what his name is like his uh, if he has an on screen name right now. But uh, he takes the marker and signs his name real big on the board. And then AJ says, well, I'm going to delete you. And he goes to erase it. Oh, this is backstage. He's like, I'm going to delete Jeff Hardy. And he goes to erase it off the board. And uh, it does not erase. It's a permanent marker. Uh, so that, that, was, I, I, that joke is used so much, like so often, a permanent marker on a whiteboard. I honestly did not expect it, and this time it got, I I liked it. I enjoyed that joke. It, it worked really well. Um, up next we had Grand Metallic versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and Kalisto made his return. Lucha House Party is complete again, um, and Grand Metallic got the win. Uh, Shorty G backstage apologizes to um, to Matt Riddle for what he did last week, and during that apology, Baron Corbin attacks King Corbin. I keep calling him Baron Corbin. It's still his name, either way. Um, and Corbin says, "Well, thank you for your help with helping me with with making that happen." So was was Shorty G actually helping Corbin there, or was uh, Corbin in? Uh, kind of throwing him under the bus and make it seem like he was uh that's what he was doing all along that he wasn't actually apologizing we'll find out on the next edition of smackdown z then we had an alexa bliss interview uh talking about team little big and uh there maybe there was romance between the two of them and she says that the fiend is scary but also compelling and that she understands now that phrase moth to flame so alexa uh yeah she seems to have been changed in some way by contact being in contact with the fiend uh sonia accepts the challenge for the hair versus hair match which is awesome oh 
And then, uh, let's see, Biggie versus Morrison gets a second chance at happening, and Biggie wins via submission uh, while The Miz is on commentary for that. Um, The main roster comes out as the lights are all flickering, uh, but the Retribution goes backstage and attacks back there. Uh, they, They put one of the referees, not through a table, but they slam him onto a table, and this this aftermath really reminded me of the aftermath that we saw when Karrion Cross destroyed everybody backstage uh, recently on NXT. But it was just one man who did that, whereas Retribution is doing it over here. And then one of them paints that WWE logo on the wall and then crosses it out. Uh, it's a lot of effort to do that. You could, like... Yeah, anyway. My main my main criticism, the main thing that I don't like, I've talked about this already, but the main thing that I don't like about Retribution is their their spray painting, their tagging, their graffiti skills are very very subpar. So if they could if they could get like wider a wider spraying nozzle would be excellent. Um if they could have their own logo instead of just squiggles and then, uh, and then otherwise their logo is just doing the WWE logo and crossing it out. I think it would be a little bit better, but all the other stuff I'm digging. Um, so then we have, um, Seamus hits Big E with a broke kick, uh, during the mat or after the match. Uh, but then Braun Strowman appears, and he is bald, and he yells at Fiend, the Fiend to come out and face his fears. But Alexa Bliss comes out, and Braun Strowman says, "We we weren't friends. You used me, and that we all change, including you. So get out of my ring." And then Alexa says, "I'm going to slap some sense into you," and he slaps him, or she slaps him, then slaps him again and again and again, like five, six, seven times, and. Braun gets very angry, lifts her up, lifts her up right above his head. So she's she's like eight feet into the air, and he's about to throw her off, off uh, over the ropes to the floor. But then the lights go out, and the fiend has appeared. Um, no, he he just throws her like straight up to land in the middle of the mat, and then the lights go out before she hits the ground, and then the fiend is there. But Braun is gone, and he is laughing maniacally on the screen. But so is the Fiend. The Fiend is laughing as well, and nobody checks on Alexa. I was hoping that maybe the the Fiend would would kneel down and put his left hand, the hand with the heel glove, on her to make sure she's okay. But that did not happen. We don't know. We don't know if the Fiend now cares about alexa or not because it does seem like alexa cares about the fiend but we'll see what happens um so there you go i really enjoyed this episode um next week they announced not on this episode but uh now today they've confirmed that they'll be at the amway center with the wwe thunderdome which is a uh i don't know what it looks like they haven't shown what it looks like but it sounds like it's going to be a big whole multimedia experience there's going to be live audience members on the displays uh 
and it's uh, I think it could be pretty cool. But it's only for Raw and SmackDown and the and the main roster pay per views uh, takeover and NXT Weekly will still be at full sale live. So I don't think they'll be utilizing all this crazy technology. Uh, they'll just be doing the great stuff they've already been doing. So I'm excited for that registration to be part of that 1000 fans in the audience opens tonight. And I am really excited to hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm, I really hope that I get in there cause that would be really cool. So I'll keep everybody posted unless you're not allowed to let, to let anybody know if you're, if you've done that, if you're in there until after it starts happening, I don't know. And maybe it might be a whole different 1000 fans for every, every show. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it for right now. Like I said, I enjoyed this episode. I look forward to seeing what happens next. And again, my prediction is that payback will be crossed out and replaced with retribution for the week, the Sunday after SummerSlam. But we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Let me know what you thought about all this by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.